Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. back to another episode of Mets Musings. I know it's been a while. It took me a while to get over the, the Padre series getting knocked out of the wild card in the season, frankly, coming to an end. Rest in peace, 2022 season for the New York Mets. It was hard to watch it was hard to decipher it was hard to accept all of those things but i guess we have to it's over the season's over the team did not make it very far into the playoffs uh just a big disappointment does that mean the whole season was a disappointment you can argue on that. I would say, yeah, kind of, kind of. The way it ended, it's hard to appreciate what went on the rest of the season. And that's part of the problem. You cannot appreciate uh, what went on the other part of the season simply because of the way that it ended how dramatically they they lost the division and then looked flat as pancakes in uh it in the wild card playoff won one game uh you know it it just they looked dead to a team um, that obviously he's got something going on, so maybe it's not all bad. At least the Padres went on to beat the Dodgers, so now the Dodgers are feeling the same thing. And the Phillies upset the Braves, so now the Braves are feeling uh, what the Mets are feeling and what the fans of those teams are feeling. Um, but... It would have been nice to get to at least another round and maybe then lost to the to the Phillies. But what are you going to do? I mean, the Cardinal fans feel the same way. They went out in the first round against the Phillies, and we went out against the Padres. Uh, as we record this, there is one division leader in all of baseball remaining and that is the Yankees, and they play the Guardians tonight in the elimination game. Uh, that series tied at 2-2 uh, in the ALDS. But um, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about the Mets. And, and the Mets, while it was a very good season, no denying that, it just comes out flat for me 
it just ended on such a bad note and uh, such, uh, uh, you know, without a fight almost, the flatness. And, and they had everything set up in their favor. They had the pitchers that they wanted. They had everything going in their favor and still... They got nowhere. They, they have wanted pitching was not good in these playoffs and in the last week of the series. And, and you know what? You've got to wonder about that. and You've got to think about that. Is it age? It also was, you know, uh, DeGrom now is opting out. So it makes you wonder, is, is he the same DeGrom? Um. Scherzer, you you're, you've still got under contract. Bassett is another one. He's 34, and uh, he's uh, not under contract. He's a free agent. There may be an option on him. I'm not sure what that situation is right now. But uh, what do you do with him? Do you, have, do you resign him as well? It, it's it's a they're gonna have a very busy off season. They have quite a few free agents of their own and important ones. Uh, Nemo among them, Diaz, Edwin Diaz among them. Uh, the aforementioned Jacob Degrom, Trevor Williams, Seth Lugo, Trevor May, uh, Adam Ottavino. Uh, if I'm missing somebody, uh, please let me know, but you get the picture. They've got a lot of internal free agents that they have to make decisions on. Now, uh, my opinion on that would, uh, differ probably from everybody else's and, and we'll discuss that as we go along and we are going to have, uh, a uh, big round table once the world series is over we're gonna bring our usual guests in and uh, we'll discuss this a little bit further but uh for now the good part about this uh loss if you will getting eliminated was it exposed a lot of things uh and if you watch the playoffs you wonder uh is starting pitching that worthwhile? I mean, you know, do you spend that kind of money on starting pitching? Or do you go with more of a journeyman that will give you innings and get you to a bullpen and work on building a super bullpen to get things done? I, it's something to discuss and to consider. Uh, another thing to consider is the Mets definitely need more power. They need another power hitter in the lineup, preferably uh you know, an outfielder or third baseman, even they have to, or or a catcher, they have to. Uh, those are the areas of uh, need offensively right now. I know Escobar closed strongly, 
uh, but still struggled a great deal part of the year, and they need more consistency out of that position. Uh, catching offensively, uh, look, Nino was the better of the, of the hitter, and he hit, what, 225. So you need to get something uh, that uh, personally McCann would be gone. I'll add that now, but uh, that's just my personal opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, of course, bullpen will be an issue. They're losing most of their bullpen to free agency. So they have a lot of decisions to make. Do they want to go after a top free agent? Do they have a chance to get an Aaron Judge? Would you go after Aaron Judge? Uh Personally, I would consider it. I would I would at least put fielders out and see what the chances are, if any, to land Judge and bring him back here. That's the way I would go, but um, we shall see. All right, it's going to be a long off season. We're going to probably take a few weeks off now, and um, who knows? Maybe I'll pop up. I'm going to run some great interviews of the past, though, that we did with some uh, terrific people, and I think you'll enjoy those uh, to re-listen to some of them. And uh, they were really fun to do and great to do. And uh, so that will fill some of the time. Uh, and, and uh, you know, we'll... We'll be doing those sporadically all winter, so uh, check them out. But uh, for now, we are here, and let's take a look at the Arizona Fall League. And and, uh, the Mets have nine prospects that they've sent down there, uh, led by Mike Vassell, their number 11 prospect. He is the uh, team's eight-round draft pick in the 2021 draft. He made 17 starts, one relief appearance across three levels in the organization to do during the 2022 season, uh, recording a 3.53 ERA in 71 and one-third innings. Uh, stumbled a bit in Brooklyn when he got there, but uh, came around at the end he did have an injury so he spent some time on the shelf that could could have affected that as well but uh, young mike vassal will be in arizona as will grant hotwig hartwig another uh uh, pitching prospect. He pitched to the tune of a 1.84 ERA in 37 appearances with St. Lucie, Brooklyn, and Binghamton. Struck out 30, uh, 79 batters in just 53 and 2-3 innings and uh, seemed to get better as he moved on. We could see him in City Field next year coming out of the bullpen. So uh, there's a guy to consider Grant Hartwig, another guy that they uh, sent down, another pitcher who's going to the AFL, is Christian Scott. Two professional seasons under his belt. The fifth-round draft pick in 2021 has shown Flesh's uh, brilliance when he hasn't been hurt. Uh, used in Brooklyn and uh, will probably, as a starter, will probably stay in that slot as long as he can stay 
healthy. So we'll have to keep an eye on him. He's ranked the 23rd prospect on on lists. And the remaining prospects that will feature in the Arizona Fall League are right-handed pitchers Franklin Sanchez and... Troy Miller, who's on the taxi squad, utility man Kevin Kendall, infielder Luke Ritter, outfielder Brandon McElwain, and Stanley Consuegra. Uh, he's on the, the taxi squad. I think the Mets are, are uh, high on Consuegra. He had a uh, decent enough year. His numbers dipped. Uh, had a good strong start in St. Lucie went to Brooklyn numbers dipped a little but he's 22 he's young uh, probably start the year in Brooklyn to see how he progresses from there we have Arizona Fall League uh, is underway and uh, they'll be playing till November 12th so um, we'll see how the uh, team does they are managed uh, this team by the Binghamton Rebel Ponies manager, Reed Brignac. So, uh, guys are used to uh, the manager as they go to Arizona to play in the Fall League. And, uh, you know what? That's about it for this week. I mean, uh, not much else going on. Once the free agency gets declared and we see for sure, I mean, DeGrom said he's going to opt out, so we're sure about him. Um, Some of the players have options. Carrasco, I think it's a player option. Uh, You know, other guys involved there, but they've got a lot of guys that they... they, um, have to consider re-signing, and I think uh, they should be in the works now trying to get the lower-level guys. I, I would keep a Trevor Williams if he wants to stay. He might be looking to become starter again. You know what? Maybe you signed him. Maybe you let him start. He pitched pretty well uh, this year. Look, all they have in the rotation for next year technically is Tyler McGill, David Peterson, and Scherzer right now. Uh, They need to fill at least two spots, and as we've seen, uh, probably uh, four. (laughs) Uh, So why not sign Trevor Williams, give him a shot at starting? Um, Carrasco, my guess is they might pick up the option on Carrasco. He's 35, going on 36. I don't know, but had a pretty good year. Maybe you pick him up for another year. Um, Walker, you know what? I would try to sign Walker based on what he's done the last two years. That's just my opinion. I I liked what he's done. I think he's done a good job here, and... Um, I don't see any problem with signing Mr. Walker. Uh, Bassett, I don't know. I tread lightly. I had to check the numbers on that. And uh, uh, same thing. 
I would consider not signing DeGrom and using the money elsewhere, like to go after an Aaron Judge. That's me. Uh, you know, if you brought in a judge here, it would definitely add power. <laughs> definitely add power to that lineup. And, uh, you know, he could take uh, either right field or center field. And there would be no, then you have to decide, do you want to side Nemo? Uh, and he's going to want double salary what he's making now. I think he made $7 million last year. He's looking for a contract probably in the Starling Monte range with longer years. So uh, he's 30 if he's looking for a seven-year deal at uh, $14, 15000000 Who knows? Uh, you know, uh, but it, it's a question whether you want to pay that. I think you should sign him. If need be, you can play him in left field. Uh, if you decided to go after Judge, can you imagine having outfield Marte, Judge, and Nimmo? And then uh, you've got Canna on the bench. It looks like a pretty good in outfield to me. Uh, you know, and then uh, not much in the third base field. Uh, Arenado, I think, has an option that, that he'll probably accept. Other than that, I don't know. Again, I'd have to check the list. I, I uh, didn't get that far yet, but Mets have some decisions to make, and we'll be here to watch it all throughout the winter and to be with you. So uh, as we go on, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.